Hello everybody and welcome to Nintendo Week for the end of summer 2022. I am your host Colin McIsaac and today I am joined by Alex Plant. It's been a hot Alex summer. <laughs> dark Alex. It's been a dark Alex summer. <laughs> um, I don't think we've ever explained why you're dark Alex. These guys are both named Alex P. So even having a second Alex on the show, we can't be like Alex P and Alex Seven. That could you know, be we have Alex be... Pull, but that'd be and kind of weird. Then Alex Push, and it's a Zelda and puzzle. I'm, like yeah, sure. I'm Alex Ant. Like it completes the plant. <laughs> oh, pull. Sure. Uh, if that's I see. <laughs> We're going through a huge rebranding, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, you all know why we're here. There was a big Nintendo Direct, and uh, did we even talk about the one from June? Did we? I don't think we did. The, what was there to talk the, about? The partner direct. There was right? nothing to talk about. Ha! So yeah. today we're only talking stuff, about this. One. Stuff got announced there. <laughs> Do I remember I'm, what it is? I know no. I'm being mean. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was all third party stuff. There was yeah. a cool train simulator. I think that looked that looked cool. I'm pretty sure I bought one or two things, but I don't remember what they were. Hmm. That's okay. I mean, this is their this is their big summer. Uh, I was gonna say this is their big E three event, but I mean, in a way, it was. Um, <laughs> we are going to start with a little game called It Takes Two because the announcement before that is Fire Emblem Engage, and we are hoping that Lee will be able to join us at some point later in the episode. Mm. And I bet Lee will have a lot to say. So um, let's hold off on that. And has anyone played It Takes Two? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. How is yeah. it? I've heard mixed things. I've heard the game is good. I've heard the story not so much. Did you play it yourself? Uh, yes, I have. I've, I've played it with a friend. I have not. We still haven't finished it because we, you know, we, we, sometimes we'll like reconnect. Uh, you know, he's like he's in a different uh-huh. time zone, three hours ahead, so our schedules don't really line up all that much. But when they do, we we've been playing. It takes two, and we've gotten pretty far, but we still haven't beaten the damn thing. But it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the story, yeah, you're right, but I mean, I'm just kind of playing with my friend, and we don't really pay attention, if, if I'm being honest with the story. Like, <laughs> I mean, we'll if it's something you it. can ignore. Yeah, you can totally fine. ignore okay. it and just totally have fun, and, and uh, there's a lot of stuff to do with, uh, with there's, there's, there's the main story, but then there's also, like, uh, little mini games that you can find in the level um and the way you move is really fun too you got great control over your character it's uh i've got i've got nothing but good things to say about it i've I've definitely been having a good time sweet yeah well um it takes two is coming out to switch on november 4th so anyone who uh wants a great two-player game or counseling through marital troubles you can check it out yes (laughs) it's much cheaper than marriage counseling the the game is about marital troubles, so and they mm-hmm. they work it out because it takes two together. So that's uh, that's that was what I was going for there. Yeah, Fatal Frame: Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is coming to the West. Is anyone interested in Fatal Frame: Mask of the Lunar Eclipse? I have like a let's say like forty percent interest in this, and what I mean by that is like I'd play it if I had nothing else to play. And Lauren's expressed some interest in it too. She just thinks mm. it's kind of a cool idea, and she's she's real into those like haunting shows where people are exploring abandoned buildings. Oh, even Ghost all, Adventures! Does she like watch Ghost Zach Adventures. Baggins? She did watch oh, Zach yeah. Bagans. Bagans. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, she 
she has that that love hate relationship with them where she just can't stop watching them but she knows they're terrible <laughs> so funny i know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i'm all there so i yeah uh so um, so like that's that's about my level of interest in fatal frame that's about mine too i would play it if it was free uh and i would probably love it and i don't know if i mean did they give a price point here it's probably like a 40 dollar game i'd guess that's what i would think uh i'll look for it on discount i've never had an interest in fatal frame before but for some reason this one does grab me hopefully not in a haunted way wave <laughs> two of the xenoblade chronicles oh, 3 expansion oh what's what's going on no just quick yeah. pause i just realized the ac just turned on i'm gonna turn that off real quick okay yeah oh yeah mine's, mine's sweet little coming. behind Sorry. the scenes look at the show for you fans sometimes the ac comes on i live too long without it i'm just letting mine go <laughs> did dark alex leave okay is that the I, door no, to the I, netherworld I was, oh i was closing the door to to come back in <laughs> sweet um yeah so wave two of the xenoblade chronicles 3 dlc is here where when did wave one show up this they announced this like it was old news wave one was like at launch i want to say and it was just like some <laughs> items hmm. and some accessories okay. for your characters well, anyway that no wasn't fanfare, last direct really. that we that we forgot about maybe i don't think they've had a direct to i'm i'm confused they had a xenoblade, xenoblade dedicated xenoblade direct chronicles where they probably sure talked they about did. wave one oh right, right. that's back it in, back in the that's day it. Have you been day. playing Xenoblade 3? I did. I finished the story maybe like a few days ago. Um, really, really good game. Uh, really good culmination, I'd say, of the the two that came before. Um, Will you need to play the two before it to understand 3? Um, not really. There are characters and things that show up. It's kind of like if you if you don't play a Zelda, all the Zelda games, but you play the most recent one, you're going to miss some stuff. There's going to be callbacks that you don't understand. There's going to be characters that show up where you're like, where, where fans will, will know who they are and will be really happy to see them and will know why they're showing up where they are. Uh, so there's stuff like that that you'll just miss uh, if you don't play the first two. But the, the story doesn't really require any knowledge of the first two. Okay, cool um so that's coming out october 13th and what it is by the way is a new playable character <laughs> the announcer kept going a uh, mechanical girl a, a, a girl made of robots what which is so and, funny because like, like there's so many of those characters I in know, the xenoblade it's not games new it's at like all. why is this weird <laughs> um anyway yeah i mean so it's a new character that you can play us all right spongebob squarepants the cosmic shake is coming to switch in 2023 that honestly looked pretty good i got i liked say. how internet aware it was what do you mean i i missed that there were a lot of like references to things that are now spongebob memes uh oh like the chicken sort of chicken face and stuff face, yeah. yeah yeah um which i don't think we've really uh, and maybe i haven't paid that close attention to the spongebob games that have come out recently but like i think there was you a haven't remaster paid of, like, attention a to the spongebob game. games <laughs> yeah you're right i think they remastered a gamecube game recently so yeah. I, I think this is maybe like the first crop of spongebob games that are coming out in the like post meme era so that's really interesting yeah i don't remember a new one for like a long long time i mean of course i'm not like the audience for it but yeah it feels like it's fun. been a solid decade since there was a new SpongeBob platformer. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> fitness boxing is up next. They're still making fitness boxing games. This one featuring characters from Fist of the North Star. Guess what the title is? I forgot. Fitness boxing, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> ah, that's probably why I forgot. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I laughed at the fact that this exists. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, so we're still laughing. Moving on. <laughs> um, oh, it's not clear to me. Um, okay, uh, this this next bullet point. We're going off Destructoid, by the way. Our friends at Destructoid, thank you very, very much. Um, the next item in the list is Octopath Traveler 2. Were you guys excited? Uh, Octopath Traveler was one of my favorite announcements from when they first announced Switch, if you remember, uh, mm -hmm. almost six years ago now. Jeez. Um, uh, loved it uh, a lot. Uh, was looking forward to uh, a sequel that sort of smoothed over some of its uh, issues, and it looks like this one does. So this one uh, fixes a problem with the first game where the, st the eight characters come together and, and they join a party together, but they don't really interact with each other's stories very much. Yeah. Uh, and this one seems to be like directly taking that on. Uh, it, it's unclear right now whether the intertwined stories they, they mentioned in the trailer are really like the characters stepping into each other's stories or if it's just kind of uh, added levels of interaction between them. Uh, but whatever the case, like I, it, it'll be good to see more of that because that was really missing from the first game. Mm -hmm. I also it, really like the uh, Industrial Revolution type setting in this one. That's not a setting you see a lot in uh, JRPGs. You tend to see a lot of uh, like sort of modern ones or you see uh, fantasy ones. And this is sort of in between. So that'll be really uh, yeah. fun to, to check out. I got to say, I teared up hearing that new overworld theme go again. I mean, uh, oh, Octopath Traveler's music is so good. Yeah. And what's funny is like it was the same song they used in the last game. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, when are we going to get to hear the new new music? Well, Yeah. I mean, it, for me, it just felt good to hear the, the main theme again. You know, oh, that, yeah. that game came out at a, a time in my life where I, I really needed a good game with some good music to cheer me up. So uh, it, it tugged at the little heartstrings to get this new announcement. And it's great to see them like carrying it forward with Octopath Traveler 2 and not, you know, Triangle Strategy, I'm sure is great. It looks great. I hear it's great. People say it's great. But I don't know. I was never big into Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, I just didn't really need Triangle Strategy. And then this new game we'll talk about, maybe if we even want to in the future, Various Day Life, which is the funniest name. Like, that's, <laughs> everyone's day-to-day -day life is Various Day Life. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, I just, I was very excited to see this come back, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's continuing a theme that we've seen a lot this year, which is games from when first Switch was first announced are sort of getting their sequels finally. Mm -hmm. um, uh, which you know that's good. You don't see that happen all the time on Nintendo platforms. Yeah. Um, Oddballers is coming out in twenty twenty three. I forget what this even was. Uh, this is like a party game dodgeball it sort of seems like it's in the vein of like overcooked or moving out or like that whole brand of silly wacky party game hmm. uh okay things even down to the art style 
Um, so if you're looking for a good little silly wacky party game and you're sick of those ones, check out Oddballers <laughs> in 2023. There are so um, many to choose from. I can't even say that I, I recommend know, this at this point. I, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you really are tired of the others, you might. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I personally will be picking up Octopath Traveler 2 instead, if you're not clear. Very <laughs> hype. Tunic is coming to Switch September 27th of this year. Tunic, for those who aren't aware, is a, I thought, just an Xbox-owned game. I'm surprised by this, but maybe I was just ill-informed about what it was. Uh, it's kind of like an isometric, um, almost like a Zelda 1-style game. It's got a cute little fox um it's it's really a tribute to zelda is what i hear yeah and uh just to elaborate a little bit on tunic i haven't played it yet but from what i understand one of the gimmicks of the game and they show that's in the direct a little bit is your character has an what basically amounts to an instruction manual that looks just like instruction manuals from the nes days and but uh the text is all in a foreign language that you don't understand and your character doesn't understand and as you go through the game you'll find words that help you decipher the uh the manual and you're, or you'll learn things about how to do certain actions that help you decipher the manual and oh, so you so sort cool. of the the exploration grows in that way instead of acquiring items you acquire knowledge from your manual that is awesome that's so cool that is really great yeah. wow that's very creative um, no wonder people like it yeah, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm really happy this is coming to Switch. It seemed like it, it, was, it was very weird that it was never announced for Nintendo platforms to begin with. Yeah, this, I agree with that. I mean, it seems like that that's really its home. Not yeah. that this is a bad thing, but do you think that makes it uh, gives, makes it bad for replayability? Since like I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, could, I guess you wouldn't memorize the translation, I suppose. It. I mean, it probably boils down to how fun the exploration is and how fun the combat is and that sort of thing. Uh, right. Uh, I, I, I have noticed that with a lot of these, like, puzzle games where there's some central gimmick, like, once you've learned the gimmick, it right. does take away from the replayability of the experience a little bit. Yeah, so but I, I suppose like it's only natural. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mind replaying Zelda games, even though I know all the puzzles, so... it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, have either of you ever played Front Mission? No. Okay. Uh, no, uh, it looks either. like a tank game. And Front Mission 1 and 2 are both being remade. Front Mission 3 is already confirmed. Um, so, all right. They're making, so, so. And that's a remake also. So anyone who's played those, check it out. Yeah. If you haven't played tactics, tactics tank game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. I don't know. There's there's a lot more to cover, so I don't mind just blowing right past it. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life is a farming simulator coming to the Switch in 2023. Uh, Fay Farm is a farming simulator coming to the Switch in 2023. <laughs> um, Various Day Life is a farming simulator coming to the Switch in probably 2023. Technically, I don't um, think that one's a farm simulator. Oh, no? It's more of like an RPG with some sim elements. Okay, well, all I'm saying is I want like at least 10 more farm simulators. Yeah, I, I'm I really was... hoping that the next Switch is just going to be a farm. Yeah, I mean that would be good. I realistically, you know, they need some other like kinds of games. But yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that at least like 80 to 90% of the next Switch games are farm simulators. I mean, I agree. All of these game worlds, they need to have farms or the people can't eat. 
So Good right, no, exactly. No one's thinking about the these food. games is a farm simulator. Yeah, we can't have supply chains break it down in Super Mario. Okay, what, yeah. are, what are the Pokemon going to eat each other? Exactly. <laughs> well, can't have Mario jumping around if he's skinny and dying. Poor malnourished guy. Mario would malnourished actually be an Mario. interesting game. I gotta say, I I take everything well, back. No more we farm all simulators. Know the plot twist of Mario see. is that Mario eats the Goombas, right? Oh, does he? Is that a game uh, theory? I didn't know that. I yeah, he makes some turtle on soup him. and mm. eats the Goombas and, you know. Well, who, that I seems mean, he inhumane. Kills him, so who cares? <laughs> he already kills them, yeah. So it's like, That's right. <laughs> he's, at least, I mean, at least he's not being wasteful if he eats them. True. You know, that's, True. that's I won't debate it, even if I disagree. <laughs> it's like using every part of the buffalo, but every part of yeah. the Goomba. Uh, the next Splatoon 3 Splatfest is coming up on September 23rd. Uh, Splatoon 3 just came out, so they're announcing this like pretty quickly afterwards. Less um, than a week after it came out. Yeah, I mean, have you guys picked it up at all? I have. Uh, I keep having people knocking on my Discord to play it with them. <laughs> um, which I didn't. is not really an experience I had with the past games, so that's been really fun. Hmm. It broke animal crossing new horizon sales record this is uh, is this the best-selling weekend opening weekend game in japan ever yes wow yeah. i mean so, yeah, splatoon, splatoon is huge yeah wow. uh, it sold th- almost three and a half million copies only in japan in three days that's nuts wow yeah right <laughs> I have um, no idea. so there's there might and be a splatoon 4 by the time the switch is over yeah uh anyway um the next Splatfest is coming up uh we i don't know how much we'll have to say about splatoon 3 we definitely just want to kind of get through the direct stuff for now um but maybe once i've had a chance to play it and uh other people have yeah, colin you, you know, and i should play it and then we can talk our we impressions next time that's true all right okay i'm fine if you insist <laughs> um oh I jumped the gun on Octopath Traveler, which is great because now we get to talk about it again. I'm so excited for Octopath Traveler 2 coming February 24th, 2023. Uh, next up is Fae Farm, which, you know, I already This was one uh, of the farm that. sims that stood out to me. Uh, uh, Story of Seasons getting a remake. It actually looks like probably the best Story of Seasons game in a while. Uh, but Fae Farm actually looked like it did a good job mashing up the farm simulator aspects and the animal crossing decorate your house aspects uh the presentation looked really good too like i don't know if you if you watched the part where they decorated the house and everything just kind of dropped into place and it's just little touches like that that really stood out to me so this is i guess i missed it because that doesn't ring a bell but i'm glad to know there's a farm simulator that does something more yeah it, it, it just looks like it has that that pizzazz that you don't really get from a lot of these by the numbers farm sims cool all right well that's uh that is thanks to the fey folk so be sure to uh you know say a say a little irish blessing when you go to bed tonight final fantasy theater rhythm final bar line that's a mouthful yeah Uh, i thought these were called theater rhythm final fantasy is this my best I think they write it theaterism through them Final Fantasy in the titles. I don't know how they refer to it in text. Now that I anyway, think about it. a new theater rhythm game is coming out in February, February sixteenth. Um, it's going to have DLC featuring songs from Near and um, 
uh what else there were some other octopath ones octopath traveler octopath traveler uh, uh, just a I think couple I saw of Xeno other gears also on that list chrono I, trigger so there's like uh, a ton of square enix like bangers on this soundtrack cool. uh, i'm really happy this is coming to switch because i for whatever reason never picked up the 3ds ones um and you know i hear they're really great uh and 3ds is shutting down soon so maybe i'll just get the switch version which seems like a culmination of the all the other ones yeah i think that's not a bad idea definitely the 3ds ones were really well received i was also surprised to see a bunch of friends just kind of like hype about this new theater rhythm game i kind of thought you know that was something that came and went but people really like it so good to know well, Next you know, up Final on Fantasy the... has that like really storied musical history. Yeah, and combine I that mean, with a rhythm game, and no doubt, it's, it's no wonder people are paying attention. Yeah, the art style is pretty cool too. It sort of shakes it up a little bit. It's not just chibi, but it's like I don't know, painted. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, next up on the list was Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um, we didn't really get any new information about it, but this is a good opportunity to talk about a DLC campaign they announced. Rayman is going to be a playable character as, as of one of the DLC launches, which I don't know about you guys, but I just find like kind of hilarious that it's like a Rabbids game and all of a sudden it's like, oh, big news, Rayman is in this game. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> well, that was his thing in the first place. Well, I mean, right. that's that's basically like uh, Minions too. It's like, oh, guys, look, Gru is in the 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 second movie now because the Minions just took over the whole thing. Minions and Rabbids, they're they're peas in a pod. I really think that Rabbids like paved the way for Minions, and yeah. the Minions are like are just kind of a huge ripoff. I mean, <laughs> I love I I love Minions. I don't want to knock either of them. Yeah, because I mean, the Rabbids uh, appeared in like 2006, right? And then yeah, right. Minions was like a year or two after that, right? I, I think it was like more than that. I think it was more maybe 2012. Mm. Oh, really? I don't. For some yeah, reason, I, I thought it was more I recent. I don't. There were there were also the, the, the aliens from Toy Story, which the, all, while they're definitely calmer and a little more chill relaxed but uh there was similar principle i think it's true it's true yeah. the smurfs yeah the smurfs little guys go way back yeah <laughs> anyway um that's mario and rabbits is coming out october 20th I, if you're looking for something i to did play, think it uh, was interesting soon. that the trailer focused on like boring stuff like shaking trees for coins <laughs> yeah, or right? talking to npcs and doing chores for them <laughs> when that totally <laughs> is not what that game is about also like at least the first game was like phenomenal like total yeah. sleeper hit on the switch one of the best games there is yeah um and uh yeah i i, I got a second that concern about yeah. what they're choosing to highlight like yeah i'm surprised they didn't lean into the stuff people loved about the first game <laughs> yeah anyway whatever we'll see how it is um rune factory 3 um i don't really know about rune factory anyone it's here interested Harvest moon but also an rpg and it's Another actually made by sim? the story of seasons people like i originally <sighs> i think the the subtitle for the series was a fantasy harvest moon okay uh, okay back before the the natsume split um well that so rocks yeah. yeah yeah all right i played Sweet. one of them on ds for about i don't know 30 hours or something it was, it was pretty fun that's that's a lot of hours okay yeah, I mean, and I've heard good things about Rune Factory in general, so there you go. If you like Rune Factory, especially Rune Factory 3, there you go. You got, you've got you got a lot of them on Switch. 
You got a lot of them on Switch. Speaking At of farming of sims, we've got uh, Harvest Moon 64 is coming to the Nintendo 64 online system in Japan only, accompanied yeah, by a bunch of other games worldwide, including Mario Party uh, 64, uh, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3. Uh, we got Pilot Wings. We got Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, which we've talked about before. You cannot transfer any Pokemon from any sort of classic game you only use well, the stadium rentals as of now you can't transfer as of any. now yeah as of now um 1080 snowboarding excite bike 64 and golden eye 007 um, yeah you know that best kept yeah. secret in the industry golden eye 007 uh no one knew it's... that was getting getting ported over no one <laughs> was there some sort of leak or are you just because everyone would assume? Oh, that actually, like the 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 Xbox remaster, like actually did leak onto the internet. People had oh, been really? playing it. Yeah, I didn't so, know. Like oh. everyone <laughs> knew this game was coming. There yeah, and right. there was no way they were gonna do a, a port just on Xbox. So like it was yeah, definitely sure. coming to the service. So for sure. Um, I think I don't know. I think this is cool. I kind of feels like kind of not, an like a lot of these are coming in twenty twenty three. So it's kind of like why. Yeah, I announced them now. On that list too. Like, why? Well, not? I mean, it, they they want it's September. It's it's Nintendo Switch Online subscription renewal month. Like, they want to make sure people are subbed for another year. Yeah, so put Game Boy games on here. I I I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. You can put um, seven Nintendo sixty four games out in a full year span if you also have Game Boy games coming, right? Like. I don't know. I, it I seemed mean, like I a little I bit of a letdown. disagree with that i think they still need that one a month cadence they've been sticking with but i mean the slower they are the longer people will stick around to pay for the service right yeah well it would definitely take the pressure off to drop you know decent ones every month if you also had more platforms that you were dropping decent ones for every month so right like yeah i mean yeah and they they own like enough of the good content on those systems to be able to do it like oh this month we get like donkey kong 94 right on game boy and that's the good game they release the next 94? month we get 1080 stuff the, yeah the there's game a game boy, boy game, game boy version oh. it's like the donkey kong arcade game but it's like i don't know but better. Then i never like played it five times more game after that right, right. and like mm. one month you could put wave race from game boy out while also putting wave race 64 out and it's like oh this is the wave race month one of them is terrible yeah. one of them is awesome but yeah. like you know you've got you've got stuff to play yeah anyway. i mean in the era of subscription services it's just amazing nintendo isn't just putting it all on there and charging more yeah makes me wonder if they've got something up the sleeve but like I mean, maybe that's just like, you know, the next year that they're they're trying to get Nintendo 64 done with this year for their subscriptions. And then they're like, well, next year we're going to need something to drive stuff and it's not GameCube. So it's Game Boy next year. Any, but whatever. Yeah, maybe. I'm not um, them. We didn't get any new, aside from the new Nintendo 64 games, there was nothing like new that's being added to that tier of the service. No, no. Time. Well, not any tier, no NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, nothing. It's just. Well, I feel the like Nintendo in these past directs, it's always been like, "Oh, this game's DLC is coming to the expansion pack," or you know, and we didn't really get that this time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean that's true. We got a preview of uh, the Mario Kart Eight pass, but um, 
that was only two courses Dude, so that, like, i mean that whatever. that's already we that's a known and it's already I guess. right yeah yeah i mean yeah they they probably should have put the xenoblade 3 pass on the on this system right i, I still think they're they're not going to do these single player only games on the pass i think that's their that's their line okay well that makes sense uh next up various day life yeah, so Which this actually I'm was a game that of. came out on Apple Arcade, I believe, oh. a year ago or something like that. Um, was kind of surprised it was coming to Switch as a full, not full price game, but like more than $10 game. I think it's like $27 or $28 or something weird. <laughs> this game is $27. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> it Because it, it, the, the structure of the game is very much like a check in on it every day kind of game and do some activities oh, I see. yeah the name um, makes sense so that it's, i don't know that people are gonna pay up front for that kind of game but mm-hmm. it's there it's a game <laughs> great things to say about it i see <laughs> i haven't actually played it i'm just aware of it uh it's an rpg it, it as you know square enix's want to do it's an rpg um focused on you going around towns picking up quests and doing them Mm-hmm. feels like a lot of games i've heard about or played before um speaking of games we've played before well i, I don't know if anyone's played this one but we played mario strikers generally the new one on switch battle league is getting pauline and diddy kong added to the roster there's a new stadium but all the stadiums are just aesthetics so like nothing to say there um you guys interested in this at all i have all i've been interested in all the mario sports games that have come out on switch but for some reason i've just have not bitten on any of them yet i feel like there's a common problem well that might be part of it i do feel like there's a common problem though where like with mario sports games would have like these big awesome rosters and like lots of interesting courses in the past and the new ones on switch are very like bare minimum just get a viable product out the door and maybe add some stuff over time and they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot like by not include like they have the the roster size of of battle league is like half the size of strikers on the wii and so like everyone who should be excited about this game just like ends up looking at it like oh this is half the content for 60 dollars like no thanks not yeah, at all. It's it, it, for me. It's the combo of the roster is not very exciting, and also they add these complications to the sports that I don't really get into. Uh, the tennis mm-hmm. aiming thing was a little weird. The uh, meters and strikers are a little weird, and right. so like when I've tried the demos for these games, those kinds of mechanics have put me off. Actually, just make a good Mario sports game with the Mario characters all there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Mario, like Mario Kart doesn't have this problem. Mario Kart's just always Mario Kart. Mario Kart kind of has this problem where they put in like Tanuki Mario and like well, Cat Peach, but where's Professor well, Egad? Like, it doesn't have mechanic bloat, I guess is what I mean. Like it's just a Mario. It's always Mario Kart. It's pretty reliable. Like you, you know what you're getting out of your gameplay. Um, yeah, I mean, not in the same way. They definitely are doing things where like Mario Kart 7 had the gliders in the underwater and then Mario Kart 8 added to that anti-gravity but i do think that's different in that like it's all like progressively building towards a better experience yeah, mario sports exactly. games kind of like throw away their last gimmick and try a new one it's like yeah, yeah right, exactly i don't need right. to do this for 60 dollars every time 
Exactly. Yes. Uh, speaking of sports games, Nintendo Switch Sports is getting um, golf added in December. Mm-hmm. I will always think right. of Iwata anytime they talk about the golf. Because um, didn't, didn't he wasn't he involved in the course design or something for that? Uh, I, I don't know. Not to my knowledge. I, I think he like was involved in the original NES Golf or something in some way. Well, I I know they yeah they used a lot of the holes from the original NES Golf too. Uh, they they like upscaled them and well Maybe remade them for the Wii Sports. That. But either way, no, I think I think I think you're right. I I didn't realize that's what you were saying, but it does ring a bell. Yeah, and the, um, and those courses were the yeah the basis for the Wii One, like you said. Yeah, and then there the golf for Nintendo Switch Sports is including something like what was it, fourteen holes from the the Wii game. So some that's cool. Fourteen or twenty something? I can't remember. I don't know we've got the facts here on nintendo week yeah <laughs> we got we got the quick recaps going on for you we don't have all the nitty gritties for that check out our friends at destructoid um pikmin 4 finally you remember talking about this like five yes. years ago yeah. yeah back on the the older version of the podcast yeah Jeez. and here we are look well, at us turns out but- it was real maybe <laughs> you're still not convinced <laughs> um no I, i'm 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 kidding i right. did I, I think everyone agrees that it was weird that miyamoto spent way more time talking about pikmin bloom a game that came yeah. out last year than he did about i saw the new a game. theory going around the internet and it could just be jokey jokes uh but it could have some sort of basis in reality that uh there was like a, a fire at the nintendo headquarters at some point is that true at least that oh. much of it uh there was at some point yeah the, the rumor being that the Pikmin 4 master copy was lost in that fire and they had to restart it from scratch. There's no which, way they didn't have backups. They're very good about that. If it was almost done in, in what, 2015 or 2013 even? And then, <laughs> you know, well, here in 2022, one of, they... One of the reports I heard was they had to reboot the game at some point in its development. Because it was why lost it in a never fire. <laughs> well the fire was more recent than that <laughs> i know i'm teasing um, <laughs> but anyway we really didn't see much of this game um what we did i don't know it looks a little like okay part of the appeal of pikmin for me is that like the human world is extinct mm-hmm. and now in this one we've got park benches and clocks and like i'm sure it's gonna be a good game but i don't know it it, it looked a little clean didn't excite game. me the way that a pikmin game sh- i'm pikmin's number one fan and it, yeah. uh, I saw this and thought, all right, yeah. I can't believe that we've, well, and by I can't believe, I mean, I do not believe that we have seen what the gameplay will actually look like yet. Um, uh, so it could be that we're just seeing this, like, representative slice of what it is going for creatively, because they did focus on the fact that your camera perspective is going to be down on the ground with the Pikmin, whereas right. before it was more overhead. So I think that's interesting. I think what we've seen is just kind of an example of that with the, you know, the the camera under the park bench and stuff like that. Um So I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to judge the game yet based on what we've seen. Yeah. Well, I will. <laughs> that's and what that's, this podcast got, is yeah. all about. Yeah. Colin exactly. loves to judge Pikmin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um we didn't see any new Pikmin either no but usually they i don't know introduce at, a, new at this stage with this kind of announcement I, I wouldn't expect that yet yeah i also i don't know personally i kind of don't want new pikmin like i'd be okay with one 
Yeah. But it'd have to be a really good idea. I I just felt like, well, winged Pikmin are cool. Yeah, winged Pikmin Pikmin are cool. I actually like like the rock Pikmin, if for nothing else, because they're adorable. Yeah, I do like the rock Pikmin. I mean, that's that's certainly true. They make funny noises. But mechanically, I felt like, you know, they're just purple Pikmin, but different. (laughs) Uh, Do purple Pikmin break glass? Yeah, they weren't really mechanically like them at all. No, but the, yeah, well, anyway. they weren't stronger. They, <laughs> they were just, just I guess heavy. it's only because they, they got, no, they're, they heavy. are stronger. They do more damage if you, if you hit oh, an true. enemy with, well, them. I mean like they don't pick up things with more strength. Like they can, no, more that's carrying no. power, you yeah. know, so they're weaker. They're worse. They're weaker. They're just made of stone. <laughs> well, um, yeah. And you can't hurt its feelings because they're made of stone. Yeah. So uh, it's true. That's insult true. them away because they don't care. Um, Dark Alex, I know you've got a hard out, so we may be talking a little bit longer than um, you. I'm just looking ahead. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? We've got maybe Bayonetta, Kirby Dreamland, uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy. I mean, hey, I'm a simple guy. I'm, I'm, I'm excited just like everybody else for the new Zelda game. Of course. That's right. Finally. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, tears? It's not tears. tears. It's not tears. Really? It I don't think tears. it's tears. He's He's well, wrong. I mean, there are lots of teardrops, but also clearly the kingdom is being torn apart physically I, in I space. I mean, I think it has multiple meanings. Yeah. So I it's think a, you're it's right. a play on words. I just wanted tears to be subversive. Part of it. I think tears is in te- like mm. tears from your eyes is part of it. Right. I think we saw a bit of that in the uh, artwork at the beginning. You see these seven mm-hmm. droplets surrounding mm-hmm. that mysterious figure. I also think. Uh, and then this is a theory I saw posted online a few times. I think tears might also be a uh, have a double meaning uh, in that the world has multiple tears to it. Um, I don't know how deep that goes. We've talked before about there's a sky world. Maybe there's also an underground world. Um, so that mm. would be an interesting uh, interpretation, I guess. That would be spelled different, though. Well, you can't spell it both ways in the title. You could you could have like a little division sign tears slash. slash tears. Yeah, there you go. Or it's Kingdom a Hearts does it all the time. Point and nothing actually had to do with tears at all, and it was actually talking about the other kind of tear. I thought it was going to be tears because the last one was breath, so like it's just another thing that comes out of the body. Hmm. Yeah, then, I've seen a lot of people talking about that. Too. And then the next I one could be like sweat blood. of. The, yeah blood oh that's it blood of boogers the of demise <laughs> blood of the goddess or something blood of the forest that seems so dark yeah it's too dark yeah maybe like uh i, I like boogers of demise well, they've, they've used the phrase blood of the goddess in the games before talking about the the hylians so, but for the title it could be in the title yeah all right maybe yeah maybe, maybe. Or, or or uh drool of the dog drool of the dog yeah. um excrement of the of the divine <laughs> i'd play that i'd play anything i won't i don't i would play anything they made <laughs> did anyone uh like anything they saw from the gameplay i mean it all seems like a iteration on what we've seen already yeah so yeah. you had you know the big glidey machine thing you had Link time traveling up into the sky, which we already sort of saw before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, I, I really think the big reveal was just the name and the release date. Like, yeah, yeah. And the, nothing else really mattered. That's all I bit. need: release date. Um, well, so what did we get from the lore? We got clearly this is the Zonai. Yeah. Something to do with them. 
Yeah, so you can Apparently tell from the some style sort of, of the architecture that deity. this is the Zonai. Yeah. Some sort Which of I think we've talked about before. Thing. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have. Yeah. You were you I think this was your prediction you were on the money. Might have been Ben's. It was probably um, Ben's actually. <laughs> I'm not going to take credit for it. Um Anyway, a yeah, lot of I mean, the lore seems like of typical Zelda stuff. Like yeah. there was a tapestry or a stone carving of of demons marching on. Yeah. Piling Big warriors war, or warriors dead or princess. Ah. I'm not or sure not that what we saw was a princess, actually. I think it might have hero. been that Ganondorf figure, uh, actually, in the stone carving. But it's, it's, oh, too, it's too soon to tell. There's not enough information yet. But I think that could be the twist. I mean, I think, I think we saw multiple protagonist-type characters. Yes. And it did. might be that that Ganondorf-type character was a hero in the ancient story um, yeah, and failed. Yeah, could be. Could be. Um, but we will see when Tears of the Kingdom launches May 12th, 2023. That's so far away. But at least it's closer <laughs> than the holiday 2020. Don't worry. We're getting Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD combo pack in the meantime. Are we? Mm, Are probably. We? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's I'm been a making rumor fun of the idea. Switch launched. You heard it know, here loose. first, folks. It's confirmed. Yeah, you heard that. <laughs> Five years ago here. (laughs) All righty. Dark Alex, are you taking off? Yes, I'm being called back to my dark dimension. Thank you. Um, That's the sound effect. That that, that is, yeah. Yeah, it sounds about like that, yeah. Just give it a reverb. I'm still here, but I'm leaving now. All right. Okay, Uh, bye. Bye-bye. TTFM, my friend. (laughs) Thanks for coming. (laughs) So nice for an evil guy. I know. (laughs) Um, It's not really working for him. I'll put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's jump back a little bit here um, from some of the stuff we skipped. Um, Atelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. That's a poetic mouthful. Um, uh, I don't really remember what this was. It's a Do JRPG. You? Yep. That checks out. That's it. Yeah. All right. As female protagonist, I think. There you go. It's been a long and running series on a Switch. Secret They've key. got a lot of them on Switch. Um, I guess so if you're yeah, a fan of these games, you probably cared. But if you're not, I don't know that another one of these was necessarily going to convince you you know speaking of which there was a lot of bloat in this direct this was like 40 minutes i could have done with 20 i think a lot of this was sizzle real material i think the reason we're feeling that is this is the pre-tokyo game show direct and that's not usually how they approach their september direct but we knew so much about the lineup i guess not really now that i think about it we knew so much about what was coming at the end of this year and there's really is nothing else it seems coming at the end of this year that uh there really wasn't anything to show except for the stuff they would have shown at tokyo game show and that's sort of that's that's how it felt to me all right fair enough um (laughs) anyway uh, the mario kart tracks are merry mountain from mario kart tour and peach gardens from mario kart ds um cool news but i mean it feels kind of good to be getting christmas themed content around the holidays for the first time in a long time on a nintendo platform uh yeah well i didn't try i'm struggling to think when the last time was was it like pikmin 3 dlc i think so 
Yeah, it does sound right. Uh, Speaking of which, I mean, I I can't believe they just haven't done more of that. They put out Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Put out some mission modes on on the Nintendo Switch Online booster. Yeah, they've been they've been too busy saving Pikmin Four from the fire, so yeah, I, I can true. forgive them on that one. That's true. Not enough red Pikmin on their squad, I guess. That's right. Um, Just Dance twenty twenty three. I know you're still playing Just Dance in twenty twenty three, Alex. So, I what surprised me about this was not the fact that there's a Just Dance twenty twenty three. But the fact that they seem to be highlighting online as a new thing, was that not a thing in Just Dance before? <laughs> how? Oh, yeah. How, uh, how was that not a thing before? I couldn't tell you. I guess, I I guess maybe it makes you. sense, because it's supposed to be like a party game. Well, is this the first game that they're not also putting on Wii? Is it, I think that might be true, actually. <laughs> I um, kind of wouldn't be Wii, surprised I guess if it Wii, was coming to Wii. Wii hasn't supported online play for a while, so maybe that right. is, does have something to do with it. But still can't believe they didn't have online of, of of any kind before yeah well i mean as disappointing as non-line dancing games are you know what's really exciting what's really exciting colin farming sims all right yeah so we got a new farming sim coming to the nintendo switch it's called harvestella there is a free demo available now um guess what you can do in this game you, you can make a farm you can farm, yeah. You can harvest. But it's also an RPG. They're all RPGs. <laughs> well, I mean, it. It. This seems like more of like a Square Enix Final Fantasy type RPG, uh, stylistically at least. Um, I haven't tried the demo yet, but I am interested in this one too. Okay. Uh, I like the. I like the style of it. So they've all got their little flavors, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if, for the for how many farming sims they are, there are on <laughs> on Switch. They're at least somewhat varied outside of the farming part yeah what what uh nintendo should make a farming sim what besides animal crossing is an obvious choice but like what's what's an interesting one so i mean there the 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 fourth meaning of of tears of the kingdom is actually link tearing up the kingdom to build his farm (gasps) he's tilling soil yeah that's that's my that's where I, that's where I'd go with it if I were Nintendo. Is I'd make Zelda a farming sim, not make it a farming sim, but have a farming sim inside of it. You know, like within the big adventure game. Like you or have your big adventure, spin-off. and then you know, like in in uh, in Breath of the Wild, you can buy your little house. Mm-hmm. But now your house just has a farm attached to it. You can grow that food that that's you a fun use idea. to to get your buffs. Wait, yeah, that's that's you know? pretty cool. I was going to say Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon would be fun, too. Put some little grubbins to work or something like that. I don't know what you would do, but make some pumpkaboos. Yeah. They call um, it moonshine here in the real world. I was, I was, I've, I've, I'm sure I've said this before in the podcast, but I was a little surprised Animal Crossing didn't lean harder into that kind of thing. Uh, like farming. Uh, they had farming, but it's sort of not very complex. Yeah it's not like real um, yeah uh because animal crossing is such a sim game that you would think that they'd go harder on the sim elements well maybe that is the next step for animal crossing they have like farming and um i mean i think the next step for animal crossing is to become projects. a gta online competitor 
And by that, I don't mean <laughs> I don't I don't mean having your Animal Crossing characters rob people, but I mean having like actual like activities that you can do all over the place besides they'll just have guns, but they won't rob and... people. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> why but not? you know, things like playing sports in your Animal Crossing island, or um, I don't know going on a boat like riding a boat around or going on an i feel like it's a little too much i mean it's too much for nintendo but i think yeah it'd be a, it'd be a, it would a it good would make a cooler game it. for sure yeah um next up some bayonetta 3 uh it was really just some new gameplay footage um i think they even October shoved the gameplay footage out of the direct and into <laughs> another trailer <laughs> Um, I don't even know that we saw anything new in this direct. That might be right. I don't know. Uh, Master Detective Archives Rain Code is next. Um, I must have missed that entirely. What? Uh, I think they said it was from the creators of Danganronpa. Okay. Uh, it's like a spirit detective game. You, uh, team up with a spirit who's haunting you. Or maybe oh, you made a pact oh, with I them. Oh, I remember that. That looked pretty cool. And then it usually just looks like a little floaty, wispy ghost, but then it also turns into a lady. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the gimmick is you're investigating stuff, and you go into this weird spirit labyrinth uh, to try to uh, suss out clues. That's right. You fight You fight things with arguments. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, um, I'm remembering it now. You're like on a train. All the characters um, are master detectives, and I guess you're trying to be the most master of them all. Yeah, this is yeah. another one of those things where it's like, there are so many games like this on Switch, and I haven't had time to get around to any of them. So I don't know which one to choose now, and I don't know if well, it would be this one. Go with this one. Why not? It's newest. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's a good enough reason to pick it. And it's not a long-running series or anything, so it's not like I have that baggage of of having to get up to speed on all of them right yeah yeah i mean it, this is a brand new idea isn't it i think so i think there's an a yeah i don't think it's and, tied to Danganronpa. oh uh, you know it's not a brand new idea kirby well no uh why don't we just talk about that though for now kirby's return <laughs> to dreamland deluxe is coming to nintendo switch um it is a remaster or remake it's not a clear you know that it's a bit well, of a gra- blurred line in the first place very different yeah it, yeah um they they've got outlines. like thick lines yeah they changed DDD's king ddd entirely buff. yeah yeah they made him look like a club penguin guy he doesn't have a head anymore he's just like a uh, egg he's just man. neck he's, he's all, all neck, neck baby no stomach yeah. no face just all neck <laughs> that's right <laughs> um i'm happy about this because i i never got to play this on wii uh, i did end up buying same. the like wii digital version on wii u but then never got around to it not um, same so and yeah. i did i did like forgotten land enough that i'm in a kirby mood so right yeah right did you play star year, allies so i never played it i did play the okay. demo and i thought this seems a little too easy even for kirby um i have but a I feeling hear, you're gonna it think that about good. kirby's return to dreamland you have a feeling i'm not just, gonna like it it's just that it, you're gonna feel like it's too easy uh, and i don't no. think that that's necessarily for kirby just because kirby's easy like i could see this being a fun know. game to just waste time with uh in co-op 
I agree. And just kind of play it really casually. Yeah, I think I think that is the best scenario is play it with a friend or more. Even if you get the four players and get the four characters up there, that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like everybody can be Kirby now. So that's cool. Yeah. What I was going to say is uh, Resident Evil is getting three games on um, Nintendo Switch. They're all cloud versions. I was going to say on um, Nintendo Switch is kind of a stretch there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're on the cloud. You can play them on Nintendo Switch. Actually, um, four, I'm sorry. Resident Evil 7 is also joining Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes um on as cloud versions and uh resident evil village which of course is the eighth resident evil main installment uh because v i l l they like spell it out to be the roman numeral eight yeah um, anyway they're all cloud editions they're, they're all coming in nintendo switch yeah as soon as i saw what's your name i was like oh it's gonna Madam, be more cloud games for Madam switch. lady yeah lady d that's right. I don't remember what her name is. Uh, Dimitriscu. Dimitriscu. I don't remember Dim- how to pronounce Dim- it. Something Dr- French, Dr- I believe. Dimitriscu. Let's look it up and keep guessing in the meantime. Drain. <laughs> Dimit. Oh, it's Dim. Dim. Dimitrescu. Alcina Dimitrescu. French, Albanian. Is it the official I pronunciation? I got it right. Don't worry uh, about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Some, um, someone had to be right <laughs> might as well be you why not um yeah i mean have you played any of these games no actually i know a bunch of them are on switch for whatever reason they've not been the kind of game that's grabbed me um i did play if you remember when uh resident evil revelations came out on 3ds i did play a demo mm-hmm. of that i thought it was fine um i don't know it's just i know i know this the series is pretty well loved it's just not really my thing yeah i mean same i was a little surprised at no resident evil 4 remake news but i imagine that's just gonna be you know next year's september announcement have they announced that yet i know it's Uh, like a foregone conclusion i'm pretty sure they have let me let me fact check in real time but i'm like people been talking about it for so long i can't remember if it's actually been announced i think it's i think it's real uh I think it's real too. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 remake will be available for the PS5 and was confirmed in June 2022. Um, okay. It's also coming to Xbox and PC. So, yeah. Uh, what is up next? Sifu? Um, another game I don't remember now. Uh, it seems like it's not really a roguelike but it's a game where if you die your character advances one year in age and so if you don't beat the game before your character gets too old you will just die of old age wow okay that was a funny gimmick the game doesn't really work my speed but it it seems really creative and fun cool and it is i'm trying to figure out the genre here uh it It looks like kind of like a brawler okay i'll take that or some kind of action game action is yeah i mean yeah i don't know what really qualifies as a brawler these days outside of the retro throwbacks so well if it's got brawling that's (laughs) enough for me it does have brawling (laughs) speaking of brawl well i guess that would qualify just about everything in the rest of this list here 
So um, we've just got a whole handful of brawlers coming up now. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is coming on December 13th. Um, if you remember Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII for, I believe it was the PSP, right? Yeah, it was for PSP. That's right. Yeah, it's a Final Fantasy VII story. It's got Cloud. It's got Sephiroth. It's got a new guy named Zack, which is a very um, fantastical name. Never met anyone named Zack before. Nope. I know more Sephiroths in real life. Did you pull them out of the same hole we pulled Dark Alex out of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Checks out. Um, um, the, the fortunate thing about Crisis Core for me is it's a game I would love to have had on Switch if Final Fantasy VII Remake were on Switch. But I, I after the heartbreak that was the Kingdom Hearts series over the last 15 years, I can't, I can't bear to split up a franchise across multiple platforms. So I'm going to play well, that one Final on Fantasy VII is on Switch. It's true, but it's also on PS5. Well, maybe Final Fantasy VII Cloud version is coming in 2028. You think yes, of that? That sounds like something I'll play. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it looks to me like this is almost a way of satiating Final Fantasy VII fans who don't have an opportunity to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because yeah. this, I... this is the PSP game, but with like a big graphical boost it looks like the gameplay engine is largely the same yes but but visually it looks like a modern brand new game it's a pretty interesting uh sort of uh place to draw the line on a remake yeah i think they have they have amped up the combat a little bit from what i understand they made it a little more action oriented so it'll be Mm. more familiar to people who played seven remake but um still seems very much built on the bones of, of crisis core yeah um, a classic shoot 'em up game, shmup, if you're familiar with the term, called Radiant Silver Gun is coming to Switch. Have you ever played that? I think that? it's out now, actually. Uh, yeah, I I mean, is coming in the past tense. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just just uh, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> uh, any any thoughts on that? Um, I'm not that into shmups. Yeah necessarily i play the the really old ones like uh galaga every now and then but that's most more of a curiosity for me so not, i will say this me, one looked cool. really good visually pretty impressive yeah, and it seems surely fun um i think if you're into shmups like this is definitely one to check out yep. but personally I'm, I'm not sounds like neither of us have specifics to say um you are endless correct, dungeon this looks that visually is... kind of cool. I know it's part of a, a universe that's previously exists, the Endless games. I don't know what the other Endless games are, but um not Endless looks... Ocean, is it? <laughs> Maybe, who knows. I don't think so. Um, um it looked it looked interesting. And not like a game I'd play, but but uh, like a game that I'd love to see more of in motion. The roguelike tower defense. Yeah, visually it looked cool. I will. I, I can say that much. The Switch listing on the eShop only has like a promotional image of artwork. It doesn't have any screenshots. That's a shame. Yeah. All right. Whatever. We'll see more in the future. I'm sure. Uh, Tales of Symphonia is being remastered in 2023. Did you ever play the original? It's a cult I did. classic. I played it on GameCube, and then I played the port on PlayStation 3 with my wife. And so, you know, we've sort of put our PlayStation 3 away. It's sort of dying. It's on its last legs. 
but we have been hankering to play Tales of Symphonia again together because it's a nice little co-op RPG. There are not too many of those. Uh, never have been too many of those. Um, so, yeah, I've had a hankering to play it again. We named our cat after one of the characters, Persea, who they mentioned in the trailer. So, oh. was, you know, no, that was kind of fun to see them, them give a nod to her. Uh, so we, we have an attachment to it. It's not the best game in the world, but it is a... a I guess kind of a landmark game for the tale series it's a fun co-op rpg like i said not too many of those so it's worth picking up for that alone i'd say nice yeah um and then came the sizzle reel we've got life is strange coming we've got um romancing saga minstrel song remastered we've got lego brick tales disney Speedstorm, and fall guy season two was just in the sizzle reel i was a little surprised by that um, but if you like any of those games, you can finally check them out on Switch. And that brings us to the end since we skipped ahead a little bit. But um You know what yeah, we I didn't what we have really yet to do? To say oh, this about Zelda earlier. But I'll say one more thing. Yeah. So please. one of the things that it's been kind of frustrating me about the way they've been communicating about this game. I, I maybe alluded to this a little earlier is that it seems like they keep showing us like different iterations on stuff that we saw in the last trailer but yeah the, like like the time rewinding thing for example um uh we saw that in the very first uh gameplay trailer where link was sending the spiky ball back up the hill at the enemies like that was a thing we saw we saw him phasing through the sky islands to climb up them and then we saw another iteration of that that seems to be combined with the time rewinding and so it's like i i, I guess that's what they want to highlight for this game but that's not what i really want to see i want to see more of like how am i going to be exploring in this game we're not really getting that i have a feeling that it's a little bit of bad news which is that it's going to be exactly the same as Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and, I mean, I'd be fine if it was exactly the same. It's just they keep trying, they keep dancing around these same concepts in like every trailer. And yeah. I want like either show me something I haven't seen before or don't show me anything at all. You know, I mean, it looks like, have we seen the glider yet? So the it big, looks, big glider we had right the seen. like bird stone platform but thing. Also, I would like, I think it's replacing the glide the uh, sailcloth. Well, there's also they also have the paraglider. They still showed that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's just I guess this thing probably gets you more height. It looks or like. speed. Maybe doesn't reduce your stamina. I bet if you're just standing on it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the the role that big serves. So there, there's nuggets like that, but it's not quite enough to really like draw me in i'm drawn in because it's a zelda game i'm drawn in because i'm intrigued by the fact that they're going back to skyward sword ideas and hopefully executing on them better but i'm not really seeing anything that really makes me think this is going to be a landmark game whereas i got that feeling right off the bat playing breath of the wild and i'm also not getting a lot of um them leaning into the things i liked about breath of the wild in these trailers either uh so i don't know i just have weird feelings about it yeah um i don't know how much of it is like they are trying to keep it quiet versus like they don't actually have that much new stuff to show i would hope that five years later like they've been putting a lot of effort into it well and it'd be Um, one thing if they were giving us a 
better hint at sort of like how they're expanding the world beyond just the fact that there's a world in the sky like show me a little bit about how the interplay between the sky and ground happens besides just i write up a a uh a piece of i don't know it looked like debris that had fallen and you rewound it so it floated back up like how am i gonna be why why am i going why am i moving between these two worlds and i don't really understand that yet I feel like that's probably like the big spoiler that they're trying to hide specifically. Um, yeah, it could that be. one. I mean, I, I, I do think that all the traversal stuff is fair. Like I am kind of like, please make climbing more fun. Like I would love to see you do that. I did um, think it was, I don't know if I was seeing things, but it looked like they had you climbing on a sky Island in the rain, which seems like a thing you wouldn't advise people to do in the original breath of the wild. <laughs> So maybe 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 they have done some of those things and they just haven't really shown us yet. Yeah, but I get what you're saying about like you <laughs> please show us. Yeah, like show me it can't just be sky and rewinding time. Like those don't the way that they've shown those things they don't feel like hooks to me yet. Well, there's also ancient tapestry, Alex. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that never, so cool? Never seen one of those in a Zelda game before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to get it. If it's more, even if it's just more Breath of the Wild, I'm going to love it. It's just it's so baffling, I guess, the way that they're rolling this game out. Um, Do you subscribe to the belief that this game is why they didn't air the Direct in the UK? I think it probably has something to do with it. Huh. Although, I guess so. I mean delaying it an hour doesn't really change anything so oh did they delay it an hour it was i think it was instead of having the live stream at whatever time the rest of the world oh they just posted it they just dropped yeah they just posted it an hour later yeah it wasn't even really a significant like sidestep in my opinion so i don't know i don't know what it was maybe it was just a we don't want to hold a live event while the country's in mourning we'll just drop the trailer and people could have also had something to do with like you know, the, the 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 people working for Nintendo in Europe had like I don't know work off or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, could be actually be a lot more trickier to manage a live stream than it would be to just have a trailer go live right. at eight. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of the direct. But you know what we haven't talked about? The beginning. Well. <laughs> oh. Fire Emblem Engage is coming on January 20th, 2023. It's a brand new Fire Emblem game with um, Joy-Con colored hair for both of the protagonists. I didn't uh, make that connection till just now. And I oh, should yeah? have. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting, to say the least. Um, but let's say a little bit more than that. You can summon heroes from classic Fire Emblem games, which is uh, pretty cool if not totally new uh you could sort of do that in some others before but it looks like a bigger part of this one it's interesting that it was simultaneously like you said not really new but also seems to be the major hook in this one um that was kind of weird um but i don't know i'm excited i did I, i i've been hoping to see more fire emblem character representation on switch outside of just smash brothers i was about to say we could put them all in smash yeah i know right well we got fire emblem warriors which had some characters from other games but not a lot of them i'd say 
and we haven't really been getting a lot of classic Fire Emblem on Switch yet. So it's, it's like as someone who only recently got into the series, I didn't get to play a lot of the older games. And so right. I'm, I want that exposure to more of these characters that people love. And this seems like a, at least a good way to sort of do that for now. Yeah, I mean, outside of this new Fire Emblem game, like, there's definitely opportunities to do that. Like, I think Switch would be a great time to remaster um, the Radiant games, Ike's mm-hmm. two stories uh, in one mm-hmm. package. I think Switch would be a great way to remaster. Even do, like, a classic collection where you translate all of the old ones and sell it as a pack for 60 bucks. You know, they already did Shadow Dragon. They have a couple yeah. of... Um, I mean, they, they've they've kind of translated Fire Emblem Gaiden by re-releasing or Gaiden uh, by re-releasing it on the 3DS, so they can probably just reuse a lot of that script um, mm-hmm. and just plug it into the NES. I mean, I, I that saying it that way is reductive, but like my point is, they could basically make a Fire Emblem collection that is all the games that never came out in the West, yeah, dumped onto the Switch, and they'd have Agreed. to translate them all, of course. But if you sell that for a premium of sixty bucks, like you don't have to remake any of those ones because they're older yeah um, and i could see it happening in batches too where it's like the the game boy ones come out in a pack the ds ones come out in a pack the i don't know how many there were on ds now that i think about it well the, uh we and the gamecube one come out in a pack ds only had uh the remakes of shadow dragon and its sequel uh which i think okay. was genealogy of the holy war that sounds um, about right which I mean, I, I don't that, know if they could I think put that the one DS only, ones on Switch. Did that one Switch, only come out in Japan? Genealogy yes. of the Holy War? Yeah, yeah, so up through Fire Emblem 6, I believe it was, uh, only came out in Japan. And what that constitutes is Fire Emblem and its sequel, which is on the Super Nintendo. We got Fire Emblem Ga- Gaiden, which is on um, the NES, um, and later was released on 3DS as Shadows of Valencia. So um, right. that has been brought over. Um, and, of course, the original was remade as shadow dragon on the ds genealogy of the holy war was remade on the ds but that one shadow dragon came out to the west and genealogy did not for whatever reason um but they've got the script all translated at least um i wonder if because a lot of these classic characters are coming back and engage if they'll throw some of these games in as extras in that game or something i don't think so i mean i doubt it i don't think so it's just like there's so much pedigree for the series and it's all impenetrable to people who have just started coming into it yeah and i'm speaking for myself there maybe maybe other people have cared more about it and actually have gone out and acquired the older games oh Um, oh i'm sorry mystery of the emblem is um is don ds the yeah it's the marth sequel genealogy of the holy war is a different game no i was right the first time i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) what is mystery of the emblem see this is exactly what what you're underscoring is how many games there are that people just wait this one also has marth that also has marth i'm so confused i'm so confused there's and this is exactly the problem we we don't know them yeah exactly (laughs) i think genealogy just has a character who looks exactly like marth that Uh, that checks out <laughs> I'm just trying to lightning read this this Wikipedia. Um, anyway, it's probably not that important. Going back to engage. no po- point um, being, they can re-release the first six Fire Emblem games, and then I think you know, so so that would go up through Roy's game, The mm-hmm. Binding Blade, which is on Game Boy Advance, and then yes. the next one, The Blazing Blade, uh, was just called Fire Emblem. Uh, 
worldwide because yeah, that the was first the first Fire Emblem game that got localized. And that's yeah. the one with Lin, who is a really popular character. I think that one is actually really great uh, material to just remake completely and make it a modern 3D great looking game because the characters are beloved. It's like a classic story that the whole world got to see and they can collect all of the Japan only games before that and make it a sort of a Fire Emblem legacy collection um, and then just treat everything after that separately. Yeah. Speaking of nice, modern-looking 3D games, I thought this game looked like a big step up uh, from three, uh, three Houses, uh, especially in the color palette department. Like, I think they, they've... Th- like, Three Houses could feel drab sometimes. This game does not feel drab in any sense of the word. Everything's very colorful. No, I this one's... That. I think it works really well. Yeah, it's really gorgeous. It is... I mean, the outline work is great. Uh, I don't know. Just all around, it, it looks phenomenal. I, I, I don't know what it was about three houses that didn't grab me but this one well, they looks... never brought yeah. in their their goods well i guess maybe they did for the intro they didn't really make good use of the cg house they had relied on for awakening and okay. it seemed like a big missed opportunity with how big that cast was in that game and how popular it was uh, so it, we never really got those like really gorgeous looking cel-shaded visuals that you got out of awakening in three houses yeah that that that's part of it i i don't know if it's what it was for me but i you know i if i get if i get there i mean it'll just be sort of like real-time thought that's not necessarily valuable what i really like about this fire emblem engage is it like the maps and not just the overworld but like when you jump into the battles it looks like classic fire emblem like it looks like that game boy advance game even though it's like gorgeous hd and like yeah it's it's awesome it feels so classic and so new at the same time like yes i think this this really hits at home in a way that three houses i i know it got enormously popular but i don't know it wasn't for me this one seems like it's for me yeah three houses had a lot of potential and i don't feel like it capitalized on all of it this feels like it's 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 jazzing up the elements that it needs to yeah um I'm sorry, was there something uh, something that I rolled over that you were, um, were going to say? Oh, I was going to ask, do we know who's developing this? Is it Intelligent Systems in-house, or is it Koei Tecmo again? Uh, let's see if the trailer says... Would uh, Why would Koei Tecmo be doing it? Didn't they do Three Houses? Oh, maybe. I think they were um, the principal developers, which may explain what, it, what you were saying about how it didn't Right, oh, that's polished. interesting. I just figured that was... Um, intelligent systems yeah nintendo intelligent systems is doing fire emblem engage and okay cool yeah they'd have to credit them if they were doing it oh yeah oh intelligent systems and koei tecmo are doing engage did three houses i did three houses yeah so um That's I don't know. I maybe they needed more development support, and it seems uh, maybe I, I they think were that rushing was the, the reason they I, gave. I don't know. What was that? I think that's the reason they gave. Intelligent Systems was tied up probably with other games. Paper Mario was that? Oh uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Point? I think so. Um, so I don't know if they might have had another project too, but I can't remember what it was. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's all it's all going to be in house this time. That's going to be good. Yeah. Well, that about does it for our September Nintendo Direct. It's been a while, both for a Direct and for Nintendo Week. Yeah, it's been a been a crazy summer. 
It really uh, has. As Colin knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, Lots uh, of electrical so trouble. For listeners, I don't know if we got any of this recorded, but we've I've been dealing with the heat wave. My AC was out for a while. Uh, so rather than spend my limited energy on Nintendo Week, I spent my limited energy dealing with that. So sorry about that. Fortunately, it's not like much news you. is happening. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, basically nothing. Splatoon 3, I guess. Xenoblade 3, I guess. Stuff came out um, that we knew was coming out. Yeah. <laughs> we could have talked about that, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like at least Xenoblade would have been a pretty one-sided episode. Um, yep. Exactly. I, I apologize to Xenoblade fans, but it's uh, it's not for me. Not because it's not for me, but just because it seems like it takes so long to get into. And I, I was gonna say it's a time investment. I, and if you have other games you want to play, like yeah, it, it's a commitment. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're here. We got we got some news, and hopefully we'll have more soon about Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and the Thousand Year Door and f-zero gx and metroid prime trilogy yeah all they're, they're all stuff. they're all coming right oh yeah uh actually next week i think okay sweet yeah yeah I'll be you heard it here first <laughs> all right thanks for listening everybody and we will Cheers, see you next time well everybody that is all for this week thank you so much for tuning in if you like our show please feel free to subscribe and give us a quick positive rating on itunes or stitcher spotify wherever you listen it is a small act of support that really helps people find our show it's good for them it's good for us it's good for you guys to see our community grow it really helps us out if you are an epic gamist and you have an epic game question or you got reactions to what we said or fun Nintendo stories you want to share, please send it to epicgamist at gmail.com. And you can follow Epic Gamist on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all kinds of different places for different kinds of stuff. Pick your favorite platforms. If you are listening right now, if you can hear me, we know that you stuck with us. We know you're hardcore. And again, we are just getting restarted here. So much so that those accounts I mentioned don't actually have any posts or profile pictures or anything. <laughs> so you're not in the wrong place. But the goal, ultimately, is to have fun waiting for you on any apps you choose, all powered by a charity-driven Patreon, so that gamers can give back while supporting all kinds of fun content made just for you. Literally just for you of the patreon requests so every listen like retweet share every follow on those accounts whatever way that you want to support us even for free still fuels the same good goal so we are really counting on you mario party top 452 of you to help us raise awareness and spread the word and get more gamers giving back for fun when it's up we'll tell you Nintendo Week is brought to you by our hosts, Alex Plant, tweet at Legend of Lex, Lee Albanese, tweet at Enalanes, that's E-N-A-L-A-N-E-S, Jackson Murphy, tweet at Cheaper by 12 Film, and Dark Alex, tweet into the abyss and destroy yourself. Myself, tweet at Colin McIsaac, that's C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Nintendo Week is a fan show. We are not affiliated with or operated by Nintendo, and we do not represent the brand in any way. All opinions expressed are our very own, and all games played are purchased, not provided, unless otherwise stated.